Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neil. I still have my like slightly husky morning voice, it is 10 o'clock in the morning, which although isn't early, you know, I only woke up half an hour ago, so I just decided it's a nice day, I'm gonna make a coffee, go up to my room and sit on my bed and film a podcast. So yeah, I feel I feel nice and relaxed and it's it's like I'm on the phone to a friend you know and you're just chilling in bed like I'm wearing my you know one of those big hoodies those big fluffy hoodies that like comes down to your knees and a satin bonnet and I'm sitting here with my cup of coffee and my legs under my duvet and I just feel like I'm chatting on the phone to a friend so I put up on my Instagram story the other day what you what did you want to see what, what did you want to hear from me next I think a lot of people wanted like a general kind of advice type of session not like like a Q&A but like send your advice and I think it's quite fitting seeing as lots I know lots of people that listen to this podcast will be like going back to uni um this this week last week next week kind of time also, there'll be people going back to school. They'll obviously there's people out of education as well listening to this. If that's you and you're anything like me, maybe just like struggle a little bit with the whole like transitional phase of summer to autumn. Even though like you haven't necessarily been off on like a full like two or three month summer holiday, you sometimes it's still like tough to wrap your head around like summer ending and kind of winter coming through especially when you're from the UK and you know how long winter is gonna last it's a little bit daunting so we'll get stuck into the advice session I mean I don't know who I think I am sitting here thinking I can dish out advice like I actually know what I'm talking about (laughs) because I literally have no idea but I mean you guys seem to enjoy it anyway I think because I think I did one of these before yeah oh I know I did a relationship no did I no who would I be to talk about relationship advice god I actually don't remember but yeah I'll try and keep this relatively like uni back to uni focused just because it is quite relevant and I know lots of people are feeling quite like anxious and scared and just worried about the the new term which is completely normal it's a scary thing but it's also very exciting so yeah let's get into it Okay, so someone has asked for advice on settling into uni. They've said, it's my freshers and I'm so anxious and homesick. First of all, just know that everyone else is feeling the exact same. Like, no one is sitting there with, like, not a single worry or anxious thought in their head. It's obviously, like, a completely new environment and situation. And, yeah, it's so normal to feel like that. But I would say... Number one, make sure you make your room really nice and cosy and homely because there's nothing worse than coming back from a night out or from, you know, meeting people or even from a class and just like wanting to get tucked into bed but like hating your surroundings. And I know this can be tough because a lot of, well, lots of halls now are, are actually refurbed and stuff but like some of the houses are so stinking, I know, in lots of cities. So yeah, I would say just try and really you don't have to spend huge amounts of money on something to make it homely like you can print out prints yourself you can get all your frames in like ikea in the range for so cheap things like candles incense like photos of friends and family and like a cork board 
literally if all you have to do these days as well is like go on pinterest or tiktok and get ideas for it but yeah i would say make your room really nice and homely another thing i find really comforting i remember when i first went to uni like four or five years ago to liverpool for a couple months and uh, my i remember asking my mum that summer before i was going away to make sure i had a couple of her like not like iconic but you know her like her infamous home-cooked meals the recipes for them I made sure I had them under my belt and down to a tea like I got her to show me them show me how you make them and I made them alongside her so that I knew I'd be able to replicate it when I went to uni obviously I know for some people it's a bit late to like make them alongside your parents if you've already left but you can do it on FaceTime. You can get them to send you a text of the recipe. And sometimes it's just so comforting to sit down and have that meal, whether it's on your own or whether you like make it for your flatmates or whatever. And like, I don't know if you just want to take turns and do that. That's another really good idea if you don't like cooking. And also it's a good way of like learning new recipes and things is taking turns in the flat and who cooks but I know that's not for everyone I don't really like doing that to be honest because I'm quite anal about my food like I like to put a certain I don't know I like to know that like I wanted this garlicky and this spicy and I don't know I'm just a little bit picky not I'm not picky either but like when it comes to cooking I'm just like I just rather do it myself like I would literally rather cook for five people every night than then only cook one night for five people and have other people cook for me the rest of the time do you know what I mean (laughs) I don't know why but yeah if you if you're like me and you don't want to do that even like trying to time dinner at a similar time to the rest of your housemates or flatmates and and then it's like a really nice thing to all like sit down and eat dinner together and you feel a little bit less kind of like out of whack and homesick but I mean that's kind of dependent on whether you also get on with your flatmates and housemates I would say another big thing for settling in because I was really bad for this in Liverpool try to not I would constantly try and like have plans at the weekend whether that was like going to see friends in other cities or them coming to see me or even like going back home for the weekend or whatever it was like I was always trying to escape and the longer you try and do that for the less settled you're gonna be because you're gonna people are gonna get close when you're away and go on go to different places whether it's restaurants clubs whatever it is bars uh experience different nights different things and you're gonna be more left out of it because you're constantly away and then you're gonna feel less settled so I would say just like for the first term really just stick it out like trying just get your head down and get through it I the first term's the hardest because it's when you're like making all your friends and you feel a bit isolated because you're not actually that close with anyone it's just kind of like you know small talk with lots of people and I know it's really difficult but if you can push through that first turn then you'll come out the other side of it a lot better like a lot more settled and a lot less homesick so that's probably my biggest tip like I'm a little bit worried because I know this upcoming term I have so much planned already like I've literally about three trips to London already booked I've got a trip home that I I need to come home for for like an appointment um I've got definitely already two people coming out to visit me on like different weekends so that's already so many weekends 
because the terms aren't even that long like that's literally gonna take up nearly like the majority of weekends so I've kind of fucked it for myself I'm not really taking my own advice but it hasn't really been on purpose like this time whereas like in Liverpool I was actually like actively trying to make plans to like escape it because I was hating my life this has kind of just happened I'm not trying to escape Leeds it's just like the way things have worked out do you know what I mean I it's not that I don't want them to happen I do want them to happen but I also appreciate that I need to make effort in late with my friends and mates while I'm there, especially because I've literally been away for since last November, last December. Okay, so someone has asked for advice on how to get over seasonal depression alongside uni. Okay, I struggle with this a lot. The weather affects my mood so much. There's nothing more grim than waking up and it being dark and then and like going to work or class or whatever it is and it being dark and then coming home and it being dark like your life just it feels like your day is just stopped when you get back and then I don't know it makes you so much more lethargic unmotivated oh it really does get to me last year as well being in the that basement room and not having much light like it made it a hundred times worse because even when it was just kind of starting to get dark my room would already actually be completely dark so I got one of those sad lamps I've had one of them for ages I got one for my room in Belfast back in like I don't know a good five years ago uh, I actually think the original purpose of it was for a makeup light, but then it served its purpose as a sad lamp as well. Then I got a new one when I went to Leeds off Amazon or something, and I would just like set it on my windowsill to kind of act as like try and imitate sunlight as much as possible. Basically, I find that the best thing to do, right? Well. So I find I just need to form like better habits in the winter to keep my mental health in check because I mean I could do with forming better habits all year round to be completely honest with you but like I think I'd consciously have to make a lot more of an effort to do that in the winter otherwise like I'd be a goner. First of all getting into a good sleeping pattern is key. Second of all I always find right if I don't get up and do some form of exercise it could literally be as small as like a five minute five minutes of skipping or five minutes of like literally five minutes of anything doesn't matter how long it's for it could be five minutes of something or an hour of something but as long as I get up and do something then that means I'll get a shower and get ready for the day like I'll get out of my pajamas and stuff whereas if I get up and roll out of bed and don't do anything I could literally be sat in my dressing gown especially in the winter for the whole day I could not get a shower and just sit there in my dressing gown and pyjamas and fluffy socks all day. And I would say that mainly would happen in, like, that comes as part of kind of, like, seasonal depression as part of winter because you want to just, like, stay in your cosy clothes because it's freezing, especially in student houses. Like, it can get so cold. So, yeah, a good tip is to literally just make yourself do five minutes of something that's going to force you into getting a shower and then getting ready. Another big thing for me is getting out for a walk at some point when it's light, preferably in the middle of the day. I would always like to eat my lunch and then go for a walk and just listen to a podcast or something and try and not go on your phone the whole time. Like try even just don't bring your phone with you. I know not everyone has that luxury, especially um, girls like 
only feel safe when you've got your phone so you can contact someone if something happens so I appreciate that but even just try and just not look at it the whole time and just kind of have have a bit of like a mindfulness walk where you just kind of try and take everything in and have it as like a half an hour of no distractions because I know like in today's society like our brains just constantly bombarded with constant like advertising messages TikToks like our concentration span's completely fucked and our dopamine receptors are completely fucked. So uh, I think a half an hour like mental health walk is so beneficial, especially in the winter. Another thing I find to be quite helpful. So my like thought patterns can become very negative by default in the winter because I just find it hard to like I don't know I just find it hard to like look outside at the grey sky and be positive about the day I just I uh, it's you'll understand exactly what I'm saying if you experience it the same as me but uh, something I found that really helped me last year was at the end of the day so I would always write down I have a little like what would you call it like diary not diary yeah like a you know like a day-to-day diary it's not dated but it's got like times and then and like a to-do list and stuff and then it's also got a little other box where you can kind of write whatever you want so in that other box I would write my pit of the day my peak of the day and then three things I'm grateful for it's just like gets you to think about your day and the three things that you're grateful for gets you gets you thinking about things that you wouldn't necessarily think of if you didn't have to reflect on things that you're grateful for I just think it makes such a difference and then it also kind of makes you once you get into the habit of it it makes you start to then look for things that you're grateful for in your day so that you know then what you can write down later it sounds stupid and I know you always see on like you know like aesthetic TikToks and Instagrams like always practice gratitude and like all all this bullshit but like it actually does work and people say that for a reason because showing gratitude does actually reflect on your mood and how you go about your day I think but yeah it's yeah it starts to it starts to make you look for like the good in things I think which is what I really struggle with when you're just waking up to grey days all the time also that like little diary thing I was talking about is so good I remember I put it up on my story last year and I got so so many replies asking where it was from and it's from that shop that um stationery shop Papier I don't think we have one in Belfast but it's online and it's all over England and they have like heaps of different what would you call it covers and stuff you can get and I swear by it so I use like the online thing I've mentioned this before but I use a an online yeah it's just a website I guess called Notion and I use that for like planning stuff online but then I always find it really nice to then transfer it into a daily thing where you can kind of time block more and like take things off off as you go along and then also do your like your pit and peak and your three three gratitudes why does gratitude sound like it's not a word that's really confusing me three what did I call it earlier oh my god three things you're grateful for three gratitudes does that make sense I think it makes sense so you keep an eye out on my Instagram because I'll definitely share that again because I find that little book so helpful especially in lockdown when every day felt the same and it was like hard to wake up in the morning and 
not just sit there and be like oh what do I do today because then you could actually plan it out properly do you know what I mean so much easier when you can just look and actually see what your day consists of advice on saving money at uni but still being able to go out so basically budgeting with your student loan I guess I mean do you want to also save because I don't think that's possible like your student loan's there for a reason and it's for you to live on (laughs) I don't think you can start saving from it okay so first of all work out how much your student loan gives you if you were to divide it up per week I think mine works out at oh I can't remember off the top of my head I know it's like the lowest one which I have a feeling gets you something like a hundred pounds a week I actually can't remember though so do that work it out put all the put all your money from your loan into uh like not necessarily savings account but you know what I mean like another account and then transfer yourself the weekly amount weekly okay so every Sunday evening transfer yourself the hundred pounds or whatever it is and that's what you've got for the week and then from there you can decide basically how much you want to allow yourself for eating so write every write all your expenses down because everyone's expenses are different so write down first of all the definite things that aren't going to change things like if you're paying rent or if you're paying for say your bills or something write them down exactly what they are going to take out of your weekly amount because that's not going to alter and then obviously subtract that from your thing and see what you're left with and then see where there's a little bit of leeway so for example with food shopping there's no reason why you can't just do your food shopping in little and aldi and only spend 15 quid on it do you know what i mean and if you can get your shopping your weekly shopping down to 15 quid a week honestly you'll be flying that's what I try and do I mean I don't stick to it very well because I'm such a foodie so I end up always buying more stuff and always going out for food but yeah if you can get your food shopping done then it'll give you a lot of room for leeway for going out and stuff as well especially if you also have a job and you have another source of income so yeah get the food shopping done stop buying expensive ingredients that your mum and dad buy from Marks and Spencer's when you're at home just because you think that's the thing like you're a student stop shopping in Waitrose do you know what I mean go to Little go to Aldi and then for nights out pray just pray pray and Weatherspoons are your best friends <laughs> like you're you're a student you don't need to be going to like fancy cocktail bars don't get me wrong that's nice every now and then maybe for like someone's birthday or something but it's not really necessary is it like you've all of your 20s and 30s to be and I'm way past that to be going to nice bougie cocktail bars like this is the time for praying hard for going to spoons and other student bars and getting cheap drinks so yeah I know it's hard for a lot of people to try and because it's like your first time having to you know budget your own money and stuff but once you get into the habit of doing that and transferring yourself weekly and knowing where you're going wrong because once you start like look actually having to plan it then you'll see you'll see what the issue is as opposed to just being like as opposed to getting like halfway through the term not monitoring it at all and then just being like oh fuck I've no money left and I've still got six weeks of uni do you know what I mean if you break it down this way you're gonna see a lot earlier what's what where your issue is with spending and budgeting and how you can rectify that and if you're someone that finds it easier to see all like properly written down or like in a 
you can even do it in an excel sheet if you want also in that thing i use notion they've got like a budgeting section also sometimes right this one's a little bit more difficult now because not really everywhere accepts cash now after the pandemic so I don't know if this is even a tip that's like worth saying but I used to find it a lot easier to budget when I would get my cash out for the week especially for nights out because if you only bring I used to always do this in school if you only bring cash with you on a night out which isn't actually feasible anymore because you kind of do need a card with you but I used to just only bring cash with me on a night out and then I had no other option but to only spend that so there was no tapping away on my contactless card till your heart's content and then regretting it in the morning because you actually didn't have the option of doing that I just think for a lot of people like seeing money in the flesh and handing it over the counter is a lot more it's a lot more real than paying by card a lot of the time I think sometimes when you pay for everything by card you forget how much like little things add up so you might just be getting like a coffee here and a drink there like I don't know all these different things and before you know it you've spent like half your week's budget on just like random shit that you can't even account for Living on £100 a week and still going out, it is doable. You just need to give up some things that you maybe didn't think you were going to have to. I know loads of people that when they went to uni, their diets became a lot more veggie because meat is expensive to constantly be buying. Honestly, the vegan diet is so cheap. As long as you're not buying into all the, you know, like the expensive meat alternatives and meat and dairy alternatives and all the fancy like chicken vegan chicken kievs and chicken tikka and all that stuff i know that stuff's unreal and i indulge in it massively when i'm at home but at uni i go right back to basics i eat a diet of legit beans chickpeas rice pasta veg and like veggie sauce like frozen stuff like veggie sausages and vegan chicken nuggets shit like that i just like go right back to basics and keep it really cheap so yeah if you are a meat eater try even and you're trying to cut back on your spending a little bit try like just even for two nights a week sub out your chicken or something for chickpeas or like not not necessarily do a direct swap but you know what I mean just try do like a veggie alternative to what you're making it's really easy to do in things like Mexican or curries and stuff like that it's so easy and it'll just like automatically take a chunk off of your shopping so yeah that's a good tip I guess okay so someone has asked how to find your people at uni I was so so afraid of this when I first went to uni right because this is the thing I have no doubt that there are people in, say, at the moment, Leeds or back then, Liverpool, that I know I would get on with. But how do you go about finding them? Like, it is a tricky one. First of all, I would say you can't expect to find your people if you're not doing the things you enjoy. So don't expect to just sit in halls all day and go to class and then just go out with say your your flatmates at the weekend and expect to just happen to bump into your people like I know a lot of people get so lucky and they find their people within their their block or within their classes or whatever it is but not everyone gets that lucky and you do need to like consciously make an effort to be doing things and going to places that you enjoy in the hope that you'll meet other people with similar interests even join like like for me I joined the dance group even little things like going to cafes and bars that you like 
smoking areas are always a good place to meet people i feel like everyone just chats a lot of shit there if you don't smoke though just just go to the smoking area anyway it's where all the cracks are that's what annoyed me so much about last year and the restrictions because in my head i was always like oh no i'll still be able to meet people like you'll just meet people at smoking areas and bars and stuff but then you just you couldn't mix like bouncers were literally on to you so that's what's so much better about this year like honestly if people can make friends in the height of a pandemic last year when first starting uni you'll be able to do it this year and also just don't be afraid to literally just ask for someone's like instagram or snapchat or whatever it is like everyone's on the same boat everyone has had a hard time with covid and meeting people and honestly people are so appreciative of people making the effort and reaching out because it's been a really lonely year and everyone needs everyone to come together and to make an effort with each other so don't be afraid to if you think you'd get on with someone to just like strike up a conversation I know it's really difficult but just like give them a compliment or something get them on Instagram honestly social media is the best thing these days because it's so good even like so there tends to be people make like Facebook group chats of courses and stuff and you can just sift through them and see who you think would be your people I'm telling you people's social media says a lot about them (laughs) not necessarily for boys because I feel like boys don't really like most boys don't really put much effort into their social media but with girls you can go through it and you can literally tell not obviously there's like there are anomalies within this but you can kind of tell who you would get on with do you know what I mean and then literally all it takes is a message on Instagram being like hey I'm on your course you fancy meeting up for a coffee or a drink or something like that yeah that's what people did to me and I was so so thankful of it when people messaged me it just makes things so much easier because I find that big Facebook group chat like a little bit overwhelming and I was just like oh it's just loads of like 18 year olds and I don't know who is like more similar in age to me then when people messaged me I was like oh I have nothing to worry about like these people are really nice someone has asked is uni overrated this is an interesting question because I I never held uni to like a really high regard like do you know like some people are so obsessed with the idea of uni and like getting away and the freedom and partying all the time and I don't know like I was never that keen on it I didn't actually want to go to uni in the first place so I it's not over overrated in my personal opinion because I didn't rate it really high to start with but I think like I know what you mean like there's a lot of people that hold it to such high regards and then they get there and it's a little bit of like an anti-climax and you realize oh fuck I'm actually here to get a degree and not just piss about I wouldn't say it's overrated no I would just say it's maybe a lot more suited to certain kinds of people more so than others I don't know like I'm personally not I, I can't do more than one night out a week I don't know how people do it. I get such bad hangovers. To be fair, I probably would have been sweet when I was 18, but like now, no, sorry, the hangovers from hell. I can't do anything when I'm hungover. Even if I don't have that bad of a hangover, I still don't do anything. I just lie in bed, watch TV, eat food. Like I can't make myself do any work. So I, I couldn't actually go out the way some people do all the time because I would just never be able to do any uni work. Also, I think another reason why... Not, I'm not saying uni doesn't suit me. Like, it does. I, I like it and stuff. But a lot of people are very... Um, 
very chill when it comes to workload okay so I'm a really all or nothing person so if I was to take a more chill approach it would freak me out and all I would think about all the time is how I'm so behind on everything and I'd just have constant anxiety and fear about how bad I'm gonna do and how behind I am even if it was like wasn't that bad like I'm just so all or nothing and then I'd end up like dropping out because I'd be like no I can't cope with this stress and this pressure anymore I'm so behind this I'm done or I like give it my all and spend like every waking minute just like not every waking minute obviously but get really stuck in like do all the extra reading like attend every single one of the classes like I don't have a middle ground which I think a lot of people is what they kind of master at uni is having that middle ground where you know you just get by especially in first year because you don't actually need to do like really well like your first year doesn't count you just need to pass so yeah a lot of people have mastered that I however don't think I'll ever do that like I've just established I'm an, definitely an all or nothing kind of gal I'm not flat it, which obviously has its like good and bad sides Like, I'm jealous of people that have mastered that, can just kind of do, not the bare minimum, but like, you know, kind of just get by and be like completely mentally sound about it and like enjoy their nights out and not like constantly stress about things and just know that they will be able to catch up or to to get the work in when push comes to shove. I'm jealous of people like that. I genuinely just don't have that mindset but it's also a good thing because then I know I'm like giving something my all at the same time so I'm not doing myself a disservice I don't know there's positives and negatives someone said how to how to make friends in first year really struggling and feeling lonely it is a case of literally just not saying no to anything which is so draining and so like when you also have loads of other things on your plate that you're trying to get your head around like cooking all your meals for yourself budgeting going to class I don't know exercising like doing all these different things and then at the same time you're having to like literally say yes to absolutely everything every social event ever you just have to do it for the first like even month or two because imagine you missed say a pre or whatever it was that happened to have the people like you were gonna be best friends with and live for the next live with for the next two years so you kind of do have to think of it like that and just really like put yourself out there and I know it's so draining like you literally come home at the end of the day and you're like oh my god I feel fucked it's really hard because I think for the first while like you're constantly surrounded by people like you're always doing these things always saying yes to everything going to all these events and things but then you kind of come home and although you've been surrounded by people all day you feel really lonely because you're not actually close with anyone like you haven't really properly like bonded with anyone yet so it's all these just kind of like small talk relationships that don't mean anything to you yet and it can make you feel so lonely and so isolated because you're like yeah there's all these people around me but I don't actually have any like solid friends and it obviously takes a while to develop those relationships and to form those bonds and have proper solid friends 
So I think that initial stage can be really lonely, uh, but just know that literally everyone feels that. Because I remember speaking to someone about that. I I was convinced I was the only person that felt that way. And I was like, everyone else just like seems to be getting on so well, but everyone's literally in the exact same boat. Everyone else is just putting on a facade and like trying to act really friendly and nice and make all these friends, but like it doesn't have a fucking clue what they're doing either. So yeah don't think that just because everyone else has a smile on their face and is drinking every night and going to all these events that they're not coming home at the end of the night and feeling lonely as well like they definitely are just make sure you're getting your time to recuperate and look after yourself and make sure you're eating three meals a day <laughs> someone has asked how to form healthy habits while you are at uni I feel like I kind of covered this a little bit in when I was talking about seasonal depression and getting into good habits. But I can I forgot to mention that there's a really good book that I read last year about forming healthy habits and it's called Atomic Habits. I'm actually going to reread it, I think, when I go back to uni. It's in Leeds. But it's all about, like, forming good habits and making them, like, become second nature. Yeah, it's just, it's a really good practical book. It tells you, like literally step by step what to do I just find it very beneficial but I think I definitely need to reread it because I've fallen out of them all I think I've kind of covered most things to be honest someone had someone has asked for advice on outfits for college but obviously I can't show you outfits via a podcast but if you're interested in seeing inspiration for uni outfits I'll definitely do like TikToks and stuff because I saw someone do that the other day and I was like oh maybe I can do that but also that freaks me out like having to pick an outfit every day I have so many clothes but like when you're tired and you needed to pick an outfit the only thing that comes to my mind is a tracksuit <laughs> you know when you just are still like so sleepy and you just want to be in like the comfiest clothes possible especially if you have to walk in the cold mm, all I want to put on every time is a tracksuit okay I'm gonna do one last question someone has asked how to maintain a healthy relationship with food while you're at university now I know a lot of people can struggle with this because for the first time you're having to put food in your well not the first time for everyone but for a lot of people it's the first time you're having to put food in the fridge for yourself and think of all your meals breakfast lunch and dinner for seven days a week which can be like really overwhelming for a lot of people that haven't done much cooking and don't really know where to start so first of all make sure you're getting your three meals a day I know loads of people say they wake up and they don't have an appetite but like it's just make yourself eat something even if it's as small as like a piece of fruit training your body to wake up and then to eat something is so good because then you'll your it kickstarts your metabolism and gets you going for the day so try and get into the habit of that and then you will actually find over time that you'll then wake up feeling hungry Another thing is you can even start meal prepping. I personally don't do this, but what I do try and do is to when I do cook a dinner, I'll cook enough for maybe like three portions and then put eat, eat one and then put the other two into Tupperware. And then that can do me for like either another two dinners or lunches in the week and that just like saves you a bit of time over the week there's loads of good YouTube accounts that give you like good ideas for student lunches and things make sure you are doing like a weekly if not weekly then like every other week shop 
just because there's nothing worse and it makes it so difficult to form good habits when you when you're looking into an empty fridge and you don't or like there's barely anything there and you don't really want to eat anything from it so make sure you're doing a weekly shop plan out I don't like fully planning my meals because I like to have a little bit of leeway of what I'm kind of feeling on the day but I will have a general idea of like some things that I'm gonna make that week so kind of have a plan in your head of what you're gonna be making. I find it really useful that you need to have lots of frozen stuff, things like vegan sausage rolls, vegan sausages, things like that where you know when you just really can't be bothered or you might have like not had time to do a shop and you've like ran out of all your stuff where you're still definitely going to be able to have a solid meal with like beans and sausages and toast or something do you know what I mean but it's like minimal effort also you know what's really good actually because sometimes you know if you don't have time to make something like say you you don't you might not even have time to like to wait for something to heat up in the oven and say you don't have anything that you can microwave like any leftovers well that's why it's always so good to have leftovers because you can just stick in the microwave but say you don't have any of that if you have a bag of protein powder I make the most unreal protein shakes I know anyone listen, listening to this is going to be like shut up protein shakes aren't nice no I've literally perfected my recipe now where it's like a chocolate banana peanut butter milkshake if you want me to share the recipe with you I will because it is so good like the other day I was like running out to the hairdressers and I did not have time to make lunch but I wanted something like substantial like I didn't want to just snack on like an apple or something do you know what I mean so I made one of my protein shakes and it honestly just filled me up and it was so nice so get some protein powder for when you're in a rush and if you want to know my recipe hit me up and I'll send you it yeah I'm gonna leave it there for today I hope you enjoyed this episode thank you so much for sending me in all your questions and queries I hope everyone is settling in okay at uni that is back or if you're going back soon good luck with the move I know it's a really daunting time like I'm semi freaking out about it (laughs) to an extent but it's also really exciting and it's a new experience where you're going to make so many new amazing memories and new friends and it's just a new chapter in your life that you should be first of all excited about and second of all really proud of yourself for taking that step so yes I wish you all the very best of luck I know you'll all smash it please also remember that uni is not for everyone I did drop out after two months maybe less than two months of doing my first course like five years ago and it took me four years till I was ready to go back so please remember uni is not for everyone and it's not always what you think it is it's not always what you've bigged it up in your head to be if you're not enjoying it and you're struggling and your mental health going out the drain and everything else is going along with is going out the drain along with it please reach out to someone don't let it bog you down so many people are in the same boat there are student counseling services talk to your parents tell your home friends it's a really difficult time for a lot of people and that can be kind of exacerbated by seeing everyone around you and thinking that they're having the best time of their life and you're having the worst time of your life trust me I know I've been in that situation it's horrible the hardest thing is like once you've admitted it to yourself then the hardest thing is to then 
tell other people because you've spent like the last however long you know applying to unis getting into them doing your exams waiting for your results like everything has led up to this moment and then all of a sudden you hate it and you feel like a huge failure you're not a failure whatsoever there's so so many other paths you can choose to take so many other possibilities in life you do not have to go to uni whatsoever like there's no one there telling you that you have to go to uni apart from your own head basically and maybe your school (laughs) um but yeah it's not the be all and end all there are so many more uh, there are so many other options in life and so many other ways that you can be happy just remember that your sanity and your mental health is so 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 much more important than any education or degree or anything and your parents and your friends will agree they would only want the best for you so if you're not having a good time and you've decided it's not for you there's absolutely nothing wrong with that so yeah I wish you all the best of luck I love you all so much please look after yourselves and I'll speak to you on the next podcast bye